Stormward and Associates is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts from actual play to true crime to witchcraft, go to nerdandtie.com or join our community on Discord by finding an invite at nerdandtie.com slash discord. In pursuit of a stolen magical object, Stormwood and Associates Field Team 623 stepped into a tear between realities and vanished. They found themselves trapped in another plane, facing a reality that was not their own, and driven to avoid dark forces they don't understand. And so Team 623 finds themselves leaping from world to world, striving to put right what they find wrong, and hoping each time that their next jump will be the jump home. Stormwood and Associates stars Celeste Startwin as Dee, Gen Proc as Obi, Trey Dorn as Amy, and Kyle Johnson as Liz Stormwood. Previously on Stormwood and Associates. So, uh, there's a dragon. There's... There's a, a, a dragon, apparently. That's... I don't know, y'all. What else do you need to know? There's a dragon. And, and there's a dragon. Anyways, uh, the team has been asked to help stop the dragon by a local pawn shop owner. Uh, so they can present the dragon a bill for the cows the dragon killed because he had a side hustle with cows. And, uh, yeah, so uh, at the local tavern, f the ever-familiar bartender who looks exactly the same as the other universe's bartenders uh, told the team that uh, the dragon was in these old dwarven mines, probably, according to Greg the Blacksmith, the, the dwarven blacksmith. And so that's... That's, but there's there's a dragon, dude. It's it's a dragon. Um, so we need to find Greg. Who's Greg? This guy who knows about the dragons. Uh... Okay. So, like, what direction do we look in for Greg's? Where did she say? What did you What did you say about Greg? She said it was the blacksmith. Yeah. Okay. Blacksmith. Uh. That guy. <laughs> oh, he just points. Yeah, no, he's right there. It's the open blacksmith. <laughs> I, I mentioned it earlier. It's Wait, just... do we know that this Greg guy knows, or are we just assuming because he's a dwarf he knows dwarf things? Because that, no, that feels kind of racist. Said he's the one who. Liz, you say it because I wasn't there. <laughs> no, he, she, Fiona told me that he knows about the dragon and it said it was that the dragon was from the mine. So we need to talk to him to you know find the mine. Okay, cool. Because I didn't want the I didn't want to just assume that like oh someone just said you know the dwarf would know this and then we're just going to come off as a bunch of racist assholes. It's the last thing we need in a new town for two weeks. What? I'm considerate. Obi is on his way over to Greg. <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, right now. Uh, so it's Greg's black. It's literally the sign says Greg's blacksmith, and uh, he's not currently hammering anything. He's sitting back with his feet up in a chair, 
drinking a glass Hello. of water. Hey, what's up? I'm Greg. I'm Obi. Nice to meet you. All right, yeah, so you guys were like the ones in that big fancy uh, magic wagon, huh? Yep. What's up with that? Like, It's magic. Well, no, no, it's I get fancy. that. I get that, but like the structure under that thing, what's that? You get good, good iron underneath there? Like what's, uh, what's your deal? Like who did the work? Like someone enchanted it, obviously, but like who did like the real work under that thing? May just take the credit, man, but, like, you know that the artisans and craftsmen who actually had to, like, hammer the metal and put that thing together, like, those are the real heroes. So I'm just, I'm just asking who did the work. You're not wrong, and I don't think we know exactly who made it. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm willing to bet that... What, what, what style build is the car again, out of character? It's Okay. It's a fictional yeah. car brand. <laughs> right. I'm just trying to... Yeah, because well, the features are a mashup of a couple of different vehicles, so we, <laughs> which are which are all like mass produced in factories. Yeah, but in, it's mass produced in factory. Yes. Yeah. Like, well, you, you definitely are on point in that the person who made this probably deserves to get way more uh, compensation than what they probably got. But anywho's, I'd like to ask you about the dragon. Oh, the dragon. Yeah. Uh. And where can we find it? So I think, and yeah. I'm pretty certain, that the dragon emerges from the abandoned mines of Hazanoth. The dwarves who lived there were driven out when they dug too deep mm -hmm. many moons ago. And it fucking sucks. Well, can you point? A, can you show us the way to the to mines? We'd like to take care of the dragon, if you um, know what I mean. Like, take care of him. Like, you know, make him a hot bath. Or no, I think I think something the opposite <laughs> of being nice to him. Oh, so not like making him a cool bath. Uh, it's. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I probably know the way to Asenath. He gets up, dusts off his, uh, apron, starts taking it off. Yeah, I'm done for the day, man. Like, unless, uh, unless horse, like, his horse throws another shoe or something, uh, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm settled up. Yeah, no, because... Those are done. Bob's not picking that up till Tuesday. I think, yeah. Um, hell yeah, man. We can go. Awesome. Excellent. How right. far of a trip is this? Oh. Can we do this on foot? No, I wouldn't do it on foot, man. Y'all got that big want... fancy wagon? Let's take a ride. But say, did you want to ride in the fancy magic wagon? I mean, I, I just said let's take a ride, so I was implying. I, I, I yeah. was really excited to ask. Anyway, what, let's go. What's your let's deal? Let's go. I, a lot of things, uh, you know. 
Uh, a whole a whole lot of things. Uh, traumatic story. Uh, 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 disconnect with my sister. We really don't need to get into that anyway. Oh, man, I get it. I get it. I get it. Lady, I got a sister, too. I understand. Let's go. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to jump into the driver's seat. He climbs into the passenger seat just immediately. I can work with this. Amy. <laughs> I mean, Obi I'll... will sit center back. Yeah. Maybe I'll sit in the in the the, the bed. You are not <laughs> sitting in the bed. No, there's enough room. There are three I'm seat small. belts. <sighs> okay, all right. Oh, is. Greg is just like kind of like going, oh man, I love the craftsmanship on this handle. Look at this. Look what materials. This is so light. Is this woven? Oh. He just starts poking at the screen. <laughs> and like, this is great. I mean, like, look. No offense. He just kind of clenches at Amy. But wizards are usually pretty useless. But this is, this is pretty sweet. Is this your work? She's like, no, no, it's not. Oh, this is pretty great. I had to get me one of these. You guys from Gelden or something? Geldenfell? We're from a bit further away. Oh, okay, man. Yeah, I can't wait to get one of Like, I cannot wait to start pulling apart one of these things. Like, see how it ticks. Hmm. So anyways, you want to head north? about uh for a bit here and then until we hit the mountains and then at uh, forks pass you wanna you wanna you wanna hang a louie you you wanna do a what now hang a louie go left at forks pass oh okay okay my god kind of sounding kind of judgy i'm just I'm just talking like a normal person. Okay, sure, fine. You guys read any good books lately? Um, I might have. Uh, funny story. I, uh, uh, believe it or not, I don't remember a good chunk of the last six months. Hell yeah, party. Normally, yeah. This chick knows how to party. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right, so you try. And uh, eventually, yeah, he directs you through a couple of mountain passes to a point where you eventually just get to um, a uh, the base of this mountain um, in front of a lake. Like, there's a mountain lake, and then you're able to drive the truck uh, pretty close to, like, the, the base of this mountain. And, uh... Yeah, so, uh, Greg kind of hops out of the truck. All right, so there's more than one way into Azanoth, but this is this is the mountain 
where the dwarves would come in and out. At least that's that's what my grandpa told me. And uh, so, like, there is another entrance, but it's... And he just points up and, like, there's, like, a sheer cliff face. And it's like, so, yeah, that's, like... I'm not climbing that shit, and I don't think you are either. But uh, there is, if if the dragon's getting in and out, he'd be getting out up there. But down here, there should be a magical entrance somewhere. And okay, uh, that's a start. Yeah, it's a protected entrance. You know, prevent prevent invaders and shit. Uh, I think uh, he starts feeling along the rock face. I think my grandpa said it was somewhere about here. Mm. Does anybody want to investigate the the rock face or anything? I can totally investigate it if you give me five minutes. Absolutely. (laughs) So you investigate the face of the rocks and you can find a set of, there are a set of runes engraved on the rocks and kind of like you feel your fingers and you find kind of like a, a gap between a bunch. Like there's some sort of covered doorway. Mm. Hey, Amy, what do these say? Hey, Greg, what do these say? Oh man, this is old Dwarven. I think it says, uh, Say hello and enter. They used old elvish magic on this shit, man. So what's the old elvish word for friend? Uh, For hello? (laughs) I don't know. I think it's... Oh, let me try. Word up. Hello? <laughs> Nothing's happening. Okay. You know, I don't know if it's necessarily literal. Or if, you know. I would like to take a look at the, the rune door area. All right, so there it's a bunch of runes. Um and it's it's like there's a large stone like covering a door. Okay. And there doesn't seem to be any sort of mechanism that I can see. Not that you can see. Right. Okay. Uh, I'd like to go back to the truck and like find like a a pry bar. Okay. <laughs> Seems right, like the so kind of thing we'd have. There's definitely there's definitely a crowbar in in the truck. Great. I don't remember if we've established that, but I've always yeah that there there's always been one there. Yeah, Great. there's one in the truck bed, and you know where it I'd is. I'd like to try to use it to open this door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. We're going to roll this as an attack, I guess. Okay. So roll 
do a melee attack here, I guess. All right. Um, I got a 10. Okay. All right. So I'll say on that roll, um, you managed to like move it a little bit. Like, like the rock moves just like a tiny little bit, but not much. And it takes pretty much all your strength. Like what's your fitness? Uh, four. All right. So let's take a look at, cause I actually like built some math on what different fitness and swiftness actually means on strength. All right, so four times... Oh, yeah, no, actually... Wow, your fitness is four? You're pretty strong. I guess we're level five. That makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah no, I'll give you a few inches on that. That's still a big-ass heavy rock. Okay. This is working. Um, I, I wonder if we could use the truck. Oh, yeah. So if we can... Like, you think we could, like, slide a rope around the thing? Like, slide it over the top and, like, kind of winch it down? Then just tie it to the bumper and pull it with the truck? That makes sense to me. Yeah, I'm down. Amy goes and gets some rope out of the truck. <laughs> Starts threading it down like dental floss between the stone <laughs> and the mountain. Liz will try to grab it on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Ties not. Yeah. Obi is off to the side trying to say like every version of hello like he can think of <laughs> in any language he knows. <laughs> he is determined that this is magic. All right. Yeah, eventually you guys tie the, the rope on, and yeah. Um, is someone going to try to drive the truck and pull the stone away? Yep, I'm going to get in the truck. All right, then roll me a d10. Here we go. Obi, stand back, please. <laughs> oh, vroom, vroom. Eight. All right, great. You... You know, put the, the car in effectively, you know, like high torque, low speed, and uh, you slowly drag the stone away from the front face, show opening up a hole. Oh, I oh, almost yeah. had it, though. I'm sure it was the last one you said. That was the, That was the one that did it. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, I shine a flashlight in there. <laughs> All right, you shine a flashlight. It is a, uh, a passageway that goes somewhere. Are you coming with us, Greg? Or, uh, I don't know. Uh, sure. Okay, great. feel like I, I, sh I have to. Like, it's disrespectful if I don't go with you. Okay, great. Wonderful. Let's go! 
Okay, so who is someone going into the passageway? Yeah, I'm walking in. Roll a d10. Two. You are thrown back ten feet. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, the rock was probably just there to, you know, stop people from hurting themselves. I mean, it's magic protecting the entrance. Nothing said anything about moving the rock with the magic. Huh. I... Okay. Well... I'm going to be honest with you guys. I I don't think we should risk the truck by trying to drive through the magic field. Would the truck even fit? No. No. It's too narrow for the truck. Yeah, it's too small. It's tall enough for the truck, but it's too narrow for the truck. All right, I'm going again. All right. Seven. You're thrown back ten feet. Yeah. Does this team know wards? Like, about wards in general? A couple of us know some things. Amy's got a bunch of books, but she kind of slept through those classes. Okay. Liz has been burying herself in in research the last few weeks um, to avoid having to socialize out of shame. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, if Obi knew what wards were, he'd be looking for one. I mean, he knows the the wards exist. Yeah. He, He knows that much. Well, but does he know that, like, this in particular is the effect of a ward? He'd probably know that, yeah. Okay, point, yeah. then, then I'd like to totally investigate for any sort of written ward. Yeah. Um. So you can kind of see some past the entrance of the mountain, like further back from where you know, like. So Liz keeps trying to go in and gets tossed back, and she gets tossed back before she'd reach a point where there's a bunch of like carved wards. Ah. Uh-huh. Huh. Well, if we can scratch those runes off over there, I bet you that will stop you getting thrown so much. But we can't get to them. Yeah, that's the that's the whole point. Yeah, I mean, it's well designed. It's dwarven ingenuity. You know. What if I shoot the runes? I was going to throw a rock at him, but yeah, you could try to shoot him. Hang on. Before you go shooting, (laughs) I'm going to toss a rock gently through there. You're going to toss a rock? Gently. All right. (laughs) Roll your attack. Okay. It's a range Um, attack. Uh, seven. All right, what's your dodge, Liz? Oh, God. Uh, 
It's a 10. All right, so you throw the rock, it bounces back directly at you, and you barely get out of the way. Yeah. Okay, point taken. Bullet would have been bad. Yeah. Well, I can't dispel it. Ah, yeah, same. Hey, hey, Amy? Yeah? Can you dispel this? No. Dang it. I mean... It it says say hello and enter. What if we said hello while walking through it? All right, Liz. But me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you you know you don't actually have to do it. I was just ribbing you because you've okay. been hit and hurt and fallen down a lot. And I would be lying if I said it wasn't kind of extremely funny. No, I'll I'll do it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk through and say hello. Yeah, you pass through fine. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so stupid. I, I actually kind of dig it. I'm not going to lie. D walks up to the door. Hello. Steps right through. Yeah, he stepped through fine. Amy walks up, goes, hello. And the little bird on her shoulder goes, ah! And walks through fine. Greg also says hello and walks through fine. (laughs) Obi dejectedly. Walks through and mutters hello under his breath. (laughs) Maybe it'll be cooler on the inside. (sighs) Yeah, we gotta hand it to those ancient dwarven mages with the the rune magic because, like, yeah, real smart asses. Let's go. Ah, Fine. All right, yeah. So you guys are now walking under the mountain. It is, uh, I'm assuming someone's pulling out flashlights or. Yeah, yep. Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. So you guys are walking deep, deep, deep into caves that into passageways that go throughout this mountain um you guys eventually are faced with there's a path that goes um up and there's a path that goes down okay it's a big mountain and you were at kind of like the base level so like you had effectively been walking straight and then effectively became underground for you um and so now you can either descend into the earth or you can go up higher in the mountain where do we think the dragon would be more likely to be well roll me a d10 
Yeah, no, I'm not going to give you any hints based on prior dialogue that already occurred in this episode. <laughs> We probably have to go up. Yeah, I think like if if there's an exit, he's getting in and out from it. It'd have to be up there, high up on the mountain, right? Uh, I would assume yeah. that would be where an exit would be. But I know that they we were told like they dug, dug too deep. So is that maybe that's where it lives? Exit that's why there. the dwarves I don't aren't know. here anymore, man. I don't know how the dragon got here. Dra- Dragon's new. Oh. Dragon's only been around for like the last six months, seven months. So the dragon might have just moved in. Right. Okay. Oh, guys, what if the dragon is like, you know, it just is looking for somewhere to live? I don't want to be dick to the dragon. What did y'all bring into the cave with you? I feel like I need to know that information. My backpack. Okay, yeah, Obi, I feel like it's pretty reliable, but, like, did you guys bring guns, or did you Yes, bring... I brought my gun. Okay. I yes. brought my gun. You brought pistols? Yes. Okay. It's cute. All right. <laughs> we don't have spears. Yeah, we have, like, rifles <laughs> in the truck. And shotguns, but, you know. Amy has an arsenal. Obi's got a slingshot and a piece of paper. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> Obi's going to be reliably the same stuff every time. Yep. Yeah, so I think we got to go up. Uh, yeah, I guess. Man. I'd be much happier going up than down, going to be honest. I wish I was a painter, man, because, like, I'm going to see stuff up close, and I'm not going to be able to communicate that into, like, a visual medium to show anyone else. You know? I'm going to see stuff that no dwarf has seen in generations. No one's been in these, like, have been in, like, this was our society, man. This was, like, our heritage. I mean, it's been right here. Well, yeah, I know, but... You know, when you seal up a place and we do too deep. What I mean, does that mean? What, what? Presumably if there's something horrible, like, down there. But it's not deep. the dragon. Well, no, there's worse no. stuff than dragons. <laughs> Buddy, don't I know it. You know, like ineffable horrors that would drive you mad. Yeah, Cthulhu. I don't know what that is, kid, but sounds wicked cool. (laughs) Oh, it is. It's a giant tentacle god. Drives you mad if you look at it. That's sick. Who worships that thing? Uh, love, what is it? Love crap, love crap, no. I don't think we don't want to get into the details of the book because if we start going into who worships Cthulhu, then we're going to get into some really uncomfortable politics from where we're from. I hear you, man. I hear you. Anyway, so let's go find this dragon. Can't wait to tell my niece about this. 
But you're an uncle? That's cool. Yeah, my sister's got kids. I told you I had a sister. I mean, yeah, I... Well, I don't get to talk to my sister as much as I used to. That sucks, man. You know, I'm here for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you ever want to, you know, get a beer sometime and, you know, compare family stories, I'm all for it. All right. I, you know, we, after this dragon thing, I might have to hitch up on that. All right. Hell yeah. All right. Let's go look for this dragon. So you guys are growing up. We are going, going up. up. We are heading up. All right. As you head up higher into the mountain, which is always a strange thing to say when going through underground passages, but that's what it is. Um, yeah, occasionally, um, for the most part, it's really dark. Uh, cold air kind of fills your lungs. You hear the dripping of water. Um, occasionally, you pass by a shaft of life from like an air shaft, like an air vent going up high, like narrowly, narrowly through the mountain. Um, you come across uh, the abandoned great halls of a dwarven society that looks like it was hastily abandoned. Um, you don't find like skeletons here or anything like that, but they're like old rotted wooden tables and like mushrooms growing out of you know anything that had been a soft material and uh the you know the smell of of dank uh, mildew and and mold through you know kind of permeate parts of the air eventually you come upon a large opening a, a former great hall and in the center of it, there is a small pile of gold. There's also shafts of light coming down from what appears to be a large opening on the top of the mountain, like on the side of the mountain, like at the top of the room on the side of the mountain. And uh, snow is, falls in a little bit. Snow is falling in a little bit from the side of the mountain. Uh, not gonna lie, that is pretty iconic. I think that's where he's coming in from. Oh, hell yeah, I reckon. Okay. Dragon-sized hole. We're on the right track then. Everybody Is there run. a dragon-sized Every, passage? Every, okay. Every, well, the the so beyond so beyond the gold pile, like this middle is lit up, and um, it, there's darkness behind it, and you can't really see what's past the kind of beam of light through the ceiling because this is affecting your vision. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's you're a little blinded because you've been traveling through passages of sheer darkness, probably for at this point a couple hours. Um, so everybody roll me a d10. Oh boy. Three. Four. Nine. 
All right, Liz. As you guys enter the room, you hear in the distance the sound of large wings folding and unfolding. I hear it. Emerging. Everyone sees this. Out of the darkness behind the pile, the small, it's a very small pile of gold. It's not a big pile of gold. Uh, the large obsidian head with two um, blackened horns, one to each side of its head, and a long curved beak and two golden eyes, this long-necked dragon on four to, begins to emerge into the light, its neck snaking out first with its large blackened wings spreading across the room as it comes forward on its four claws and it's just staring right at you. Hello? Hi! Oh. Hello. Tiny things. <clears throat> um we were sent to um present you a bill. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. While you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network, and that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system people actually use in the real world. Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world. Uh, the Fey Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters, as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week 
here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary. <laughs>